Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Testing one, two, testing one, two. Hey, three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast Saturday Strong Edition. Uh, Steve Johnson here, along with Minnesota Tim Poroska with his new hairstyle. It looks like almost like a, uh, what do they call it, mohawk? No, not quite. It is, I would never do a mohawk. I think mohawks are a little immature, Steve. And you know Turn how sideways. Turn the maturity. Sideways. Let me see. Yeah. You are very high and very tight on the no, haircut. Yeah. I, I like uh I like high and tight golf courses, so I went high and tight on my hair. And uh what this is called, Steve, it's it's called a fade. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. It looks like a little youth ministry is what it looks like to me. Yeah, we have a big weekend for the youth ministry, actually. We're, we're going to our first fall retreat this weekend. Oh, really? Did yeah. you get a background check on you? Oh, yeah, all done. Okay, okay, good. Good, I'm just checking, just making sure. Uh, how many kids are going to be going to the retreat, the fall retreat? Well, it was nine, now it's seven. Okay, so... Uh, well, what are the activities of the fall retreat? Do you do any ice fishing or uh, <laughs> tractor poles or anything like that? What do you do? No, no ice fishing or tractor poles, unfortunately. As much as I push them to go ice fishing, we are not going ice fishing. Let me see here. They ha- gave us an itinerary. I know there's flag football that will be okay. played. There's a lot of games on Saturday being played, a lot of worship. There's some espressos and soda fountains. There's just a lot of different things going on. 
Now, are these just girls and guys or just guys? Girls and guys. Ooh, okay. Be careful over there. I mean, what do you mean? A, well, I mean, you, you, when you get the boys and the girls together, these are middle school kids, or how old are these kids? Yeah, they don't really talk to each other. Okay. All right. Just keep them separated. Yeah. Uh, are you going to do any uh, shinny hockey? I mean, Minnesota's big into the shinny hockey. No, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the list of activities right now, and yeah, floor hockey is one of them. Okay. Human foosball is one of them. Have you ever played human foosball before? Well, it's it's kind of like uh, soccer where you put people in lines and all that, and they've got to kick the ball and. Yeah, you know, but the they can't move. Is it basketball? Right. It's basketball court. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that sounds like fun. That's a, can you play human foosball with only seven people? Well, we're not going to be the only church that's there. There's, it's going to be oh, packed okay. full of churches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Well, then you got to keep 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 a little handle on your flock. You're seven. You got to yeah. keep a good handle on those. Okay. Oh yeah, I will. Well, okay. Enough about you. Let's talk about the PGA Tour. Well, what's up with the PGA Tour? And we can't even get in this Bermuda shorts golf tournament. You can't. We can't even get a full field. What's the deal? Well, Bermuda is a very difficult place to get to, and it's very costly to get to. So these golfers that live in Arizona, a lot of them do, and Texas, why would you make an effort to fly to New York and then fly to Bermuda to play in a championship that isn't big at all? Well, I mean, well, what do you mean it's not big? It's full FedEx Cup points. It uh, the purse. Let me see what the purse is here. But as far as PGA Tour events go, this is like an opposite field event on the PGA Tour. It's like one, but it's not one. It's like one, but it is not one. But that's how players on the PGA Tour see it. They see it as an opposite field event. Well, here's what they see. They see an opportunity to... Like, if it were me, if I were on the PGA Tour, I'd say, hey, you know what? This is an opportunity to get off to a really good start, wrap around her. Uh, I know we've got uh, Houston coming up, but the weather's nice down there. The only thing is with Bermuda, which a lot of people don't know, they were very, very tight on the uh, COVID protocols. In fact, one of the guys I read this morning, one of the guys had to uh, withdraw because he was a uh, non-vax. Uh, it's not a PGA Tour policy that you have to get vac- vaccinated, but it is a Bermuda policy. So he had to turn around and come home because he had the Novax, no vaccine, hmm. which is uh, which is rough. Um, you know that's that's you're telling a guy, hey, he can't make uh, he can't can't pursue his vocation. But there are a lot of guys that are pursuing their vocation this week. Uh, about a hundred. I think the full field was 132. They have 126 guys made it down there. Uh, Brendan DeYoung went down there and he withdrew. Which is, if you're going to go all the way down there, why in the world would you withdraw? Just stay down there. Uh, you know, in Bermuda, what they're known for? What's that? Not only shorts, but they're known for wind. It is windy all the time down there. Now, I'm sure that there's some spots on the island that aren't windy, but where this golf course is, pretty darn windy. A lot of guys are way over par. You got 
Camilo Villegas, Ricky Barnes, uh, six over, five over. I mean, that's not really great watching. I know I say that I love watching the PGA Tour, and I do love it. I love watching bad little background TV, seeing like last week, seeing the Japanese golf courses or the golf course that they played different, different type of trees, different type of grasses look neat. Uh, and now we get a chance to see a golf course down in Bermuda and you could evaluate, Hey, do you think I'd want to go down there and a little vacation here in North Texas? Yesterday we had up to 30 mile an hour winds. I'm telling you what, it doesn't look like it's a lot of fun to play in the wind. Well, players should use this experience going to Bermuda Championship exactly the way the guy withdrew. I mean, he could play a couple of rounds, maybe miss the cut here and there, but you should use this opportunity as a vacation with your family. If if I was going to the Bermuda Championship and I was an established player like Kirdak Afri Barnrat, He's going okay, to play good, in this good event. Pronunciation, yeah, good pronunciation. Yeah, what did you think about that? I, that I personally good. said that name on purpose just so I could pronounce it and just so you could review my pronunciation. That is like Kiridek Afri Barnrat. Kiridek yeah. Afri Barnrat. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I would just personally use this time in the Bermuda Championship for a vacation. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Um, the the FedEx Cup points in this uh our participants now we've got Nick Watney who's who's number thirteen starting out. Uh it doesn't have last year's ranking, but a lot of these guys are unranked, have no points. Can you believe Ben Crane is playing in this tournament? <laughs> I mean he's he's not he has I mean I'm sure he has some rights because he's playing. I don't know if he's playing on a sponsor's exemption, what he's playing on. But I'm seeing about half of this field have no FedEx Cup standing. Yeah, I see that. Wow. Steve, this is one of those fields and tournaments that you would typically come on the podcast and say, there is a changing of the guard on the PGA well, Tour. There is. The, the, the guard is changing here in this tournament. It's changing from the PGA Tour to the Corn Ferry Tour that it's changing into. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it's changing bad. into. I mean, you've got one player down there that, uh, well, I mean, a lot of players we recognize, but, you know, Patrick Reed is playing. He shot three under the first round, but uh, kind of uncharacteristically, I don't know. I don't know why he's playing. Maybe he's trying to get, uh, he's already working toward his next Ryder Cup experience. He's trying to get enough points. So he's, it's not left to a vote. It's not left to the captain's decision. It's he's he wants to qualify based on his merits, and he def, definitely needs to get some points, because uh, he was left off. Remember, he was uh, odd man out. They they bypassed him for some other players this year on the 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 victory, the winning victory, uh, the march that the U.S. team just just smoked the Europeans. But I digress. Is the Bermuda Championship the worst? PGA Tour event on the PGA Tour. You know what? I don't know if it's the worst event. I don't know if it's a, it, it's the least popular event. You can only have 126 guys there. Um, you know, I mean, maybe when when they look back, Jay Monahan will say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I I went too far. Maybe 
maybe I, we are playing too many events. This is all about the playing opportunities on the PGA Tour. And this event right here is why there's another golf league, the Saudi Golf League, being headed out by Commissioner Greg Norman. This is why the Bermuda Championship, why that league has a chance to make it. Because it, there's, there's one event out of the 60 events that the PGA Tour has, there's one event uh, in November or October, that uh, late October, that is not popular. That's why the Saudi League is, is gives them an <laughs> opening. I, mean, I, I, I don't see the logic, Tim. Well, let me explain to you the logic here, okay? Because the Bermuda Championship isn't the only event like the Bermuda Championship. It's the only event where you got to fly overseas to go to the PGA Tour event, except for the Open Championship. But you know what I mean? Like... There's no field, there's no yeah. ratings, there's no yeah. interest. Sanderson yeah. Farms, there's so many events like this during the wraparound season. I can't even think of yeah. another tournament that is well, so crappy because there's so many crappy ones. You don't, you don't like it, huh? Even the Zozo Championship last week, it had no ratings. Yeah. Well, I mean, golf on the Golf Channel doesn't get much ratings anyway. Yeah. But uh, we have... So next week we have the Mayakoba tournament. Are you going to say that uh, next week that that's the worst tournament on the PGA Tour? And then no, uh, next week November. gets a little something. Okay, next so week gets a little something because Matt Kuchar will probably play, and he'll bring back the L two con stories. Okay, and then you've got the Houston Open after that, followed by the RSM Classic at Sea Island, which is is always a, a nice tournament. That's the Davis Love Tribute Tournament. He has. Uh, nice party at his house but uh you know gosh these these purses now you get 6.5 million dollars in this purse which is nice and then next week 7.2 million followed by 7.5 million you're playing for a lot of money we're going all the way to you know the the first part of december we're going midway through december and we still have tournaments so the biggest one you know i'm talking about the hero world challenge that's a big one 15 players in that tournament um, so we have, we're counting down here next week, Mayakoba, then Houston, then RSM, then hero world challenge. And then we're done until the January one, got a few weeks off for those players, which is nice. Have you ever been really angry on the golf course, Steve? Yeah, but typically angry at myself. I mean, not, not typically angry at the conditions or typically angry at the, uh, sometimes the playing partners. You know, can be annoying. Sure. Um, that was a nice lead-in uh, question. So what's your, what's your point here? Well, Golf Digest came out with an article called When Anger Goes Too Far, 10 Rules for Avoiding an On-Course Blow-Up. Okay. And they listed 10 different rules, and I want to get into that next when we get back on the Hank Kenny Podcast. But first, everyone should go to voodoopanelief.com and sign up for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. It's a patented formula. It will make you feel better. The great predictor used it last week and is feeling better. I use it sometimes when I run, and Voodoo Pain Relief Cream will be your reason for feeling better. It is a two-week free supply, so you can try it out for free. And uh, the reason Hank does that is because he knows you will love the product, and he knows that you will reorder. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. 
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Did you know that Patrick Reed has just started his round two and he's even through one? <laughs> just got that flash. Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast. Steve Johnson along with Minnesota Tim Parachka. And Tim, is I, I can't wait, Tim, to hear the 10 things that uh, will avoid the blow-ups on the golf course. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've witnessed some blow-ups. I've witnessed uh, guys on the first tee, you know, when there's not a great system or there's you know, the, the old system used to be the ball system where you'd put one of your golf balls in this, this ring. And when your ring, when the ball came to the bottom, you were the next group up. It, it alleviated a lot of arguments. Um, at our golf course at the golf ranch, the first golf ranch in McKinney, 
it was just a wait in line. So you'd be waiting in line and you know, obviously guy had to go to the pro shop and get a snack or go to the restroom or something. And he'd leave the line, he'd come back and there'd be a big argument. Oh, well you left the line. You, you're, you lose your spot. Well, Hank handled that really well because Hank would say, Hey guys, we need to figure this out. He'd be over teaching on the, on the line and he'd see some guys arguing and he'd walk over and say, Hey guys, we need to figure this out. We need to figure it out real quick because the cops are on their way right now. And both you guys are going to jail if you don't figure <laughs> this thing out. And it handled Funny. it really well. I mean, they figured it out very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a big golf course blow up guy. I've never blown up on a golf course. And in fact, I never understand when people blow up on a golf course because if an average golfer like me is going to blow up on the golf course, it is a complete lack of awareness at just how good of a golfer you are. You're not supposed to hit good shots. It's actually pretty lucky if you do hit a good shot. Now you can say shoot or darn it or damn it if you hit a bad shot. I'm not saying that you can't be frustrated by a shot that you hit. But to go full blow up, I always tell people this. I don't have any strengths in my golf game. But one of my strengths is I'm fun to play with. On the golf course. That's my number one strength on the golf course. Okay. You will have a guaranteed good time. Really? Will you be a, have a, a, a belly laugh good time or you just have a good camaraderie good time? Both. Okay. Yeah. You'll get some right. good laughs because they will see how I react to my own golf shots. And when people see that you're lighthearted on how you react to your own golf shots, it kind of facilitates around and goes around and rubs off on other people. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Tell me this golf digest list. Let's go through this list real quick. Okay. Feel free to jump in whenever you want. So number one, allow yourself some anger. Obey the five second rule. Okay. With the five second rule is not doing anything for five seconds. What? But keep it to five seconds after that, let it go and let it go for good. Okay. All right. That's good. Okay. I mean, you can do Number a lot of two. stuff in five seconds, though. I think five seconds is a little bit too long. I mean, you could chuck a club. You could run your golf cart into the water. You could do a lot of different things in five seconds. Okay. All right. Okay. No, Number two. Number two. Contain the anger. Be Jordan Spieth. Well, I mean, he has some pretty animated, uh, not necessarily blow-ups, but he has some animated conversations. He throws the blame game out there a little bit. Maybe he's just deflecting off himself. He, he blames his caddy, blames the conditions. Um, he's very animated. So um, is that still a five-second animation rule? <laughs> it doesn't say anything. It says, we've all heard the words, oh, Jordan, after a shot. He doesn't like. And what I like about it is that it's more of an expression of disappointment and mild frustration than sheer anger. I channel him after a bad shot, shot, and I find that, come on, or even a very mild curse is a strangely effective mantra. Yeah, but I, I've, I've heard him said, come on, Michael, that's the second yardage you've given me that's put me over the green. I mean, I've heard that. So the blame game is part of it. Okay, number three. Direct your anger outward, not inward. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's weird. Let me see what the paragraph says. It's common to treat your athletic self as two distinct entities, 
one person who plans the shot, the occasionally controlling and nar- narcissistic ego, and another intuitive, silent self who executes it. Then the first entity to berate the second after a bad shot, you beeping moron, Shane. This is not helpful because it sets us at war within ourselves. And I'd argue that it's worse to do this in golf than any other sport. But if you start from the premise that every part of you is trying its best, you would no more yell at yourself than you would yell at a kid who makes a mistake. So you talk about golf and excuses, Steve, and how, you know, it's always the wind's fault or I got the wrong yardage. Or it's Michael's fault. It's Michael's fault. Or it's Michael's fault. fault, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You hear a lot of that. All right. What's next? Four. Remember the rule above, but don't direct it outward at your playing partners. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five. Commit to not whining. Ooh, that's a big one. The big one. The whiner is, is, a, is not fun to play with. No. So, no one likes the whiner. No. Okay. Number six. See trouble as an opportunity. Be seve ballesteros. Okay. He was a bit of a whiner, but uh, um, I'm not sure what, how, how he's in such a positive light now. But uh, opportunities, I, I can see that. Opportunities. Okay. Number seven, understand your mental state at the start of the round. That's a big one. Okay, yeah. I mean, how many guys get to the golf course, Tim, and they have, they're rushed? Uh, they're in a traffic jam. They've miscalculated how long it's going to take. They're rushing to their tea time. They don't have a time to, de- to decompress, to warm up properly, to get in the right mindset. And it does take guys some time to get into that mindset, you know, into that relaxed, recreational, fun type of, uh, you know, uh, mindset rather than the rush, the rush to the first tee mindset. I, I don't like that. Yeah. Number eight, avoid cliches that don't help you. Hmm. Oh, what, what kind of cliches would you think about, Tim? Well, let me read what it says. It says the first is something like, hey, none of us are pros here. And the other is just enjoy being outside on a beautiful day. Okay. Yeah, let's avoid those. Really? Why is the second one bad? Those well, are, I mean, those just, good. I mean, that's not really a cliche. But, uh, you know, I mean, people don't need to hear our comments about every shot. Let's just hit them and go find it and hit another one. Yeah. Number nine, know that it will stop mattering. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a cliche. What kind of crap is this? Number eight, avoid cliches. And number nine, know that it will stop mattering. Weather the storm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, one good shot could turn around a whole, a whole round, you know, turn your attitude around. Uh, I was out with some juniors this last week, and this uh, one sixth-grade girl uh, has a hard time keeping up. Uh, I typically will put her bag on the golf cart. All the other kids are carrying their bag, and I'll kind of caddy for her. Uh, and from 80 yards the other day, she held a shot out from the, from the fairway, and it was just like a huge deal for her. I mean, the other shots were rolled along the ground, and then she goes and she holds one out. <laughs> Tom, so, the Tom Brady of golf. Sounds yeah, like the exactly. little Tom Brady. She didn't yeah. split her pants. Her pants didn't split, but uh, like Tom Brady's did. But, yeah. you know, hey, it, it, the one shot can turn around a whole round for you, which is good. 
And also, if you hit a good, if you're playing terrible for the entire round, just wait until hole 18. Then you're going to finally hit a good one. And then you're going to be like, man, should we do another 18? <laughs> That's typical. <laughs> no, oh, no. No, not another 18. Uh, what's number 10? If you lose it, forgive yourself. Okay. Well, the question is, is are your playing partners going to forgive you? Uh, you could do some stupid stuff. I've seen guys, you know, just they've vandalized a tea marker. They damage a club. They just look like total idiots. And you think, man, what this guy? They, they, you know, they do say this is cliche, but it's true. You learn a lot about somebody on the golf course. That is true. You know, so I think we've had enough of that. That's, uh, I think I think we've had enough of the anger deal. We're not angry guys. We're, no, we're not very. We're like not playing. angry at all. No. Last week, Steve, I golfed on Saturday, and uh, I didn't play great, but I was really working on figuring out my swing. There were okay. a lot of breakfast balls. There was twenty. It was a twenty-four-seven breakfast. Uh, McDonald's. You can get your sausage McMuffin whenever you want. But I want to talk to you about my round and. Uh, the way I fixed my shot. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're fixing your big mess. That's good. Yeah. I was fixing good. my big mess. Now, okay. if you want to fix your big mess, go to HaneyUniversity.com and you can sign up for lessons from the great Hank Haney. He is coming back in November. So if you go to HaneyUniversity.com, you can go sign up for one of the lessons today and get hooked up. All right. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Are we going to have some music here? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We need music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is segment three of the Hank Haney Podcast Saturday Strong Edition. We're coming to you on Friday morning. Tim is doing the recording. He's uh, in his studio, and I'm here in my office. It looks like a closet, but uh, we're talking about uh, Tim's round of golf. He played golf for the first time. Now, I did see you sent us, uh, Hank and me, a, a text. It had the temperature there. Man, it was cold, cold in God's country. It was actually beautiful. So it was supposed to be 37 degrees, and... But the key, Steve, was that the sun was out all morning, and was it there windy? was no, no, no wind. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no wind at all. So what time did you tee off? We teed off. We were going to tee off at 11.02. Okay. We didn't tee off until 11.30 because there was a frost delay. Oh, wow. Already frost up there in the great state of Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you teed off at... The sun was up in the air. You teed off, and uh, it was nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. So, did you get there in time where you could warm up? Yeah, we got there at we got a little, there a little too early. So we got there around ten thirty. Hit shots for twenty minutes. Practice on the putting green for ten minutes, and then they told us that it wasn't our time yet. So we went back to the putting green and practiced again for another twenty minutes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That that. That's a little disheartening, the delay, is, is uh, when you're, your whole day is planning on, okay, we're going to tee off at this time, and we'll be done at that time, and we're going to have lunch, and then I'm going to go home and do some honeydews. All right. That's the only reason why I shot a 98 is because of the delay. Really? Okay. All right. And you can hear in the studio here in Dallas, Texas, Richardson, actually, that uh, one of my workers is using a blower right now. Really, I can can't you hear, hear it right now. Oh, you can't no, hear I can't. Good. I'm, I'm glad you can't hear it because it's annoying. Um, <laughs> so, tell us about your round. Yeah, so I'm on the driving range, and this is where you get to figure out your miss and figure out what kind of golf game you're coming with. And I'm learning that I got a two-way miss happening, which okay. is not a good thing. I got shots going right with the driver. I got shots going left with the driver. My irons are right to left, but my driver's kind of all over the place. So I get to the opening tee, not feeling the most confident, but I know my golf game, and I'm typically a right to left off the tee player. And the opening hole goes left to right. It's a hard dog leg left to right. And 
So I'm trying to hit it kind of at the tree line and then curve it into the fairway is what Wait, I'm let me ask you a question. Are you going to go shot by shot for 18 holes or are we just going to get the highlights? Are we going to get <laughs> no, the highlights or what? No, it's impossible. It's impossible. I don't really have too many highlights except of course my last shot on the 18th hole going into the green is from 90 yards. I hit two of them just for fun and I stuck both within five feet. So I'm going back. Okay, so let me ask you some general questions. Who are your playing partners? Were this with some of your cousins and uncles and all that? Who was it? No, it was my brother-in-law, okay. my realtor, okay. and my wife's cousin. Okay, so who was the best dressed in that group? Uh, Don't say you. Do not say no, you. Not me. No. no, I won't say me. I'm not, I'm not an idiot, Steve. Come on. Uh, I would say either the realtor or my brother-in-law. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. How much of your wardrobe was uh, was still from high school that you had None in high it. school? None of it? Okay. None of it. No. All right, yeah. okay. Did you get rid of all that stuff? I, I couldn't tell you what was from high school and what wasn't from high school, Steve. Okay, all right. Okay, T-shirt or golf shirt? What did I wear? Well, I had a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt, okay. Yeah, hoodie or cold. no hoodie? Hoodie. Hoodie? Okay. Right, I'm getting a picture of this. Now. White belt or black belt? No belt. Okay. Ooh, damn. Okay. Obviously, there's no dress code there at that golf course. Well, you can't see the belt. My, my sweatshirt's over it. Okay. Is it, uh, is there, on this sweatshirt, is there some type of uh, uh, silk screened? WWJD or my 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 game is looking up or anything like that. Well, what? Uh, no, nothing. No, okay. just a just a average sweatshirt. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, it looks like we've exhausted this talk about your your playing golf. I wanted to to mention that uh, I did listen to a little bit of Hank's podcast, the Moving Podcast, where they came and they took his dumpster prematurely that was funny and you said that whole podcast is funny yeah you gotta listen to that podcast that would be like that would be wednesday's podcast i'm I'm gonna listen to the whole thing so we're not gonna talk about how i fixed my big miss no it was a little bit boring tim a little bit boring okay just just give us a just give us a one a one-liner how'd you fix the big miss well i really focused on aiming right because of my 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 uh my ball is going hard right to left. It's a hard hook. So I focused on swinging towards first base, and then that fixed it. Well, see, the thing is, Tim, the more you swing toward first base, more from in to out, the easier it is to get the club face closed to the path, and it's going to curve even more. So it's going to curve right to left. So I also worked on opening up the club face. Okay, well, that's that's good. Because what I found the problem was my elbow was like coming inside. And then I was also closing my club face. Okay, so this is, let me give a little message to the listener here, the, to the listener. Hey, listener, Tim's analysis is just like your analysis. There's no <laughs> logic to it. I mean, he's hooking it too much, so he's swinging more in doubt. That's, I know, but. That's, that's, I, I, I shouldn't call him. That that's not a that's not a great fix. So, but but this listener that is listening right now to this podcast, 
has exactly the same analysis as you do. We talked about that last week about I'm trying too hard, I'm thinking too much, all of that garbage. Uh, you've got to get a good game plan. And the great news now is that Hank is teaching, but you can always send a video into Hank Haney uh, to golf schools at hankhaney.com. I'd be glad to look at it. I got a video from a guy from Melbourne, Australia this last week, sent him a couple of videos. Um, don't think that you can analyze your own ball flight. Get some help with it. You don't want to be going down a wrong path where you're trying something and it's not working. You think, oh, I just got to stick with it because you know what? It's going to work eventually. Uh, I'm, I'm curving the ball too much from right to left, so I'm going to aim far to the right. And it, now you're going to either get and open the face. Now you're going to get a push. You're not going to get the right to left. You're going to get a straight push out to the right. And I guarantee you that was your miss. No, it wasn't. It actually fixed it. So this is what I was explaining. You're I was coming liar, too Tim. far You're from the inside. I was coming too far from the I was coming too far inside on the downswing and I was also uh-huh. turning the club face, Steve. So the flight okay. would start to the left and it would still hook right to left. So that was the issue. So wow. I needed to change the path of my swing coming down. And I even got text messages from Hank saying, Hey, you need to aim out to first base because your swing, you know, it's just off. Well, he, he saw the swing. I didn't get to see the swing. Sometimes you can be swinging into out, and the face is so closed, the ball will start to the left, believe it or not. But it sounds like you were starting to get into those slicing tendencies, which were your old tendencies, and uh, you'd come a long way getting the ball to draw instead of slice. So, but, but when you go bad, especially when you haven't played for a while, those old mistakes are going to come back. you got to fix a, that old ball flight. Yeah. Way well, to go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was working hard. I do have a Big Dick McGee of the Week. I'll give you some time to think about this. But Ooh. there was this article in the New York Post yesterday, and I read it. And it's very convenient for the Big Dick McGee of the Week award. So there's this picture of this man. And this man, it says, I eat raw liver, testicles, and bone marrow and it's transformed my life so this guy over here from a cow or from 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 a bull yeah okay he eats raw testicles from a bull okay and he says it's transformed his life really he says he wants to be drastically different for the betterment of you and for the betterment of humanity and he wants to break new ground like a good evolutionary hunter does. Bold testicles will do that for you? (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be steroids involved here. So what does the guy look like? Is he an old guy, young guy? He's 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 a little older. Here, I'll text it to you. He's he's okay. He's he's a little older. But he's ripped. I mean, really? I'm going to text you this article. If you look at this article, Steve, he is absolutely massive. So really? whatever he's doing, whether it's a combination of steroids and raw bull testicles, <laughs> he's doing something right. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I think I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to. I'm still going gluten free, dairy free. Really? You're dairy. I'm I'm gluten free too. Really? Go dairy free, Tim. You'll feel better. Really? Dairy is the number one. I mean, the sugar is the number one inflammatory substance that we eat. 
sugar. But dairy also, the way that, uh, I, I guess the way the milk's processed, ice cream, all that just inflames you. It, it, uh, it gets you, it swells up. You, you get swelled up. You swole. So you don't want to do that, especially sinuses. I'm looking forward to watching a little Bermuda shorts this week <laughs> and uh, seeing, seeing some new golfers because there's a lot of golfers there that we haven't seen. There's some old golfers we haven't seen for a while. The Ben Cranes of the world are back. Uh, the 126 guys that did make it down to Bermuda that got jabbed, that took the jab, could stay there. I forget who it was that, that didn't take the jab and couldn't stay there. Uh, but, uh, they're, they're pretty tight down there in Bermuda. They've had very, very minimal number of cases down there because they've been so tight, but, uh, their immunity as, as I don't think is that, uh, I'm not, who knows, who knows what's going to happen down there. But, uh, anyway, Hey, Tim was good being with you. Yeah. You and too. again, if you want to send a video, golf schools at hankhaney.com. Um, and, uh, if you want a lesson from Hank Haney university, sign up for a lesson. But one of the best experiences in your life. I sent him, some people had reached out to me and I sent, I forwarded Hank their emails so Hank can follow up with them. And uh, that'll be good. Well, Steve, I know you're really looking forward to the next Hank Kane podcast with Hank. So there is a part two series coming with Rick Silverman next week. Really? Yeah. Um, well, that's good. That's yeah, good. Th Rick Silverman is a guy that's taught. He's taught with Hank. Uh, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, it, they went to high school together. They went to college together. They taught with John Jacobs golf schools together. Sounds a little fishy to me. Yeah. It's something. There's some collaboration going on. Well, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, but now they're back together, which is good. That's great. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to this Hank Haney podcast. Steve passed on the Big Dick McGee of the Week Award, unfortunately. But um, you can follow him on Twitter at GreatPredictor1. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Parachka. How can you follow a guy that's, that's eating bull, bull testicles? I mean, that, that's, that takes the cake right there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, it literally is a part of a dick that he's eating. <laughs> well, speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, one of our, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that part of the anatomy, but one of our teachers, a long-term friend of, you know, Tim Cusick teaches with us part-time. He's with the PGA of America. Man, he got really sick on Friday and he had some gallstones. He got hospitalized and uh, hopefully he'll, he's going to make a good, uh, quick recovery. Hmm. He said all of a sudden, man, he was in such pain and he knew something was wrong. He had to go to the hospital and uh, kidney stone or gallstones. And also, I think they took his gallbladder out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, we wish a full recovery for him. Yeah. yeah. Tim, thanks well, a lot, man. I hope that hair grows back. Oh, it will. From yeah, this angle, it looks it. like a mohawk. It looks a little mohawkish. Yeah. 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 Look at mine. Yeah. I've got the Just reverse fade. mohawk. <laughs> I've got hair on the sides and no hair on the top. <laughs> yeah, you got the reverse. All right, everyone, hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flake stick in.
The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 